iRadio OUM roaming across your mind. Assalamualaikum. Thank you so much for tuning in to iRadio OUM and for choosing us as your favorite internet radio station. Of course, we hope to inspire, inform, and entertain you, all iRadio OUM listeners. Okay, now the segment right now is the cross-culture management segment. And of course, today's topic is very, very interesting because we'll be exploring minimizing cultural differences. Now, of course, many different corporations or companies, they may choose to ignore all the cultural differences that uh, that can arise or that can happen when they are operating in different shores or in different countries. But another strategy for maintaining cultural differences is to try to minimize its impact. Now, of course, we know that cultural differences, especially if you are expanding, globalizing your company or your corporation or your organization, of course, this is unavoidable. So the best way is perhaps, you know, uh, handling it in a wise manner, handling it in an efficient manner, so much so that whatever risk or whatever cultural differences uh, that may arise between perhaps the company and the uh, current locale or the current country you are operating in can be minimized. And this approach recognizes cultural differences as important, but it focuses or mainly the cultural differences is actually to to this to this point of view the cultural differences is a source of problems or threats to efficient and effective operations so here when we talk about re- reducing or minimizing cultural differences it means uh, for the corporation to start finding ways of homogenizing cultures creating sameness or similarities in order to reduce the conflict in order to reduce friction so it is actually a strategic management move as well now if you want to know what are some of the ways to reduce cultural differences you need to stay tuned to iradio oum right now we're going to take a small break I'm roaming across your mind. Thank you so much for still tuning into iRadio OUM. The segment right now is cross-culture management. Okay, you're tuned into me, DJ Hanim. Today, I'm sharing with you about minimizing cultural differences. Now, of course, when we talk about operating in a in a different country, in a different uh, locale, you know, of course, there will be differences in culture as well. The culture of the parent company and the culture of the branch, of the new branch that you have established or the new places where you've expanded your organization or your corporation in. So it's very, very important to look at culture, to look at cultural differences as perhaps uh, one of the ways or one of the, the, the factors that can impact the bottom line of your uh, company, of your corporation, of your performance. So when this is so, that it is only wise for the corporation, for the management to actually look for ways to minimize the cultural differences. Now, what are some of the ways to reduce cultural differences? Well, first and foremost, you can start by creating a 
corporate culture. Now, this can be achieved when you start to develop a corporate culture, a global corporate culture, okay? But that being said, this is something difficult to accomplish. Now, companies believe that a strong corporate culture can be designed to be a melting pot to reduce cultural differences. They also assume that, subs- that subsidiaries or branches can implement these corporate culture on its own, you know, meaning there's a polycentric approach provided that they can show good results. However, when we talk about um, using or implementing these systems and procedures or creating a global corporate culture which does not reflect the practices or the culture of the headquarters is quite difficult. And for this reason, global corporate values systems and practices are often unacceptable. So, of course, the ideal approach would be creating a corporate culture, one corporate culture for a company, regardless whether or not you are uh, operating in Latin America, in Middle Eastern countries, in Japan, in India, you know, the culture is the same, okay? Although perhaps, you know, um, businessmen from the Middle Eastern have very little regard of time, you know, the parent company is from Japan, say for example, who are very, very punctual. So even if you are, uh, you know, operating in a country in which uh, time is of no essence, so to speak, you will also, you will try to find a way to inculcate the Japanese culture of punctuality in that subsidiary. Now, you can see how this can be a problem. Of course, you know, for people working with that company, perhaps, yes, I will follow the global or the headquarter global corporate culture. But when you're dealing with vendors, when you're dealing with suppliers, when you're dealing with customers, this might be another uh, issue altogether. So, of course, there needs to be a compromise there. So, of course, ideal approach would be an, a global corporate culture. But, of course, adapt and adopt is still an important factor in the overall uh, minimizing cultural differences strategies. Now, let me take a small break. I'll come back with more after the break. So, don't go anywhere. Keep me company right here on iRadio OUM. Hi Radio OUM, roaming across your mind. Thank you so much for still keeping me company right here on iRadio OUM. This segment right now is cross-culture management. Today I'm sharing with you about minimizing cultural differences. Now of course, when we talk about you know, expanding or globalizing your uh, organization or corporation, you know, of course, uh, whether you like it or not, you will probably face cultural conflict okay if not uh, conflict that can cause uh, negative impact in your company uh, as in uh, negatively or adversely impact your profit line perhaps okay there can also be conflict which can impact your staff perhaps or maybe their morale their motivation to work and all this uh, actually issues or um, problems that needs to be solved that needs proper attention so that being said okay one of the approaches that some companies use is try to minimize cultural differences we cannot eliminate cultural differences altogether because all of us have different uh, cultures all of us have different values belief systems and all that so we cannot eliminate cultural differences 
altogether. So what we need to do is to minimize cultural differences, creating similarities, okay? Because you want to reduce potential conflict. Now, what are some of the ways to achieve this? Well, another way you can achieve this is by assigning senior management from the parent company. Now, it's very, very Perhaps it's very common to think that it's easier for us to expand in this country and just hire people from within that country. Of course, you know, certain countries, uh, like like if, if an American company were to open a branch in Malaysia, certainly Malaysia's, Malaysia would probably have, you know, its own um, perhaps young people or experienced workers who can be good leaders, who can be good managers for that American company. But that is not an ideal way to deal with cultural differences. Now, why do I say this? Why do you need that senior management from the parent company? Now, the senior management from a parent company are actually needed or required to head up the local subsidiary because they will be serving as a cultural transfer agent. Now, we're not talking about if an American company is opening up a branch in Malaysia, we are transferring the American culture to Malaysia per se. No, it's not just the American culture. It's not just the American way of, uh, it's not an American way of life. It's their working culture. It's the corporate culture that they are actually transferring from his or her, the senior management's work practices, ethics, and so on. So this is an important fact that must not be overlooked. Now, this way, you know, when you have senior management from the parent company, uh, problems can be resolved immediately and local managers, on the other hand, have to adapt themselves to the policies as well as the procedures of the parent company so that these local managers can understand the attitudes and values practiced by the parent company. Now, of course, when you talk about a parent company, yeah, regardless where you base the new company in, whether it's in Malaysia or another part of the world, you know, bits and pieces of the culture of the parent company, say if the parent company is from America, bits and pieces of the American culture, the American way of life, will probably tra- be transferred along with the company itself. So this is another issue that you need to pay close attention to, that you need to understand in order to minimize the cultural differences okay now i have lots and lots of ways on how to minimize cultural differences unfortunately i'm going to take a small break so make sure you stay tuned to iradio oum iradio oum roaming across your mind thank you so much for still keeping me company in today's installment of cross-culture management today we're taking a look at minimizing cultural differences. Now, of course, when we talk about globalizing a business, globalizing a corporation, a company, of course, you are going to run into some roadblocks in the form of culture. If you're expanding your company into a different part of the world, you would probably be face-to-face with a different culture altogether. Now, when this happens, this can either make or break a company seriously. Now, why do I say that? Because sometimes, you know, cultural differences can lead to conflict. Now, when this happens, uh, what happens is that it will adversely impact the company, be it uh, be it reflected in the bottom line or profit line, or it can be also uh, reflected in the uh, 
camaraderie or perhaps motivation and morale of the workers, which will ultimately again um, affect the profit line or the bottom line. So, of course, we need to minimize cultural differences in order to ensure the effectiveness, the efficiency of the new branch of the uh, of the globalizing move, of the expansion move of the cooperation of the business. Now, what are some of the ways uh, that we can use or methods that we can use to minimize cultural differences? Well, the next way that I'm going to share with you is all regarding training. Okay, it's very important to remember to provide intensive training to local workers. Now, let me give you an example. Say you are a a European company. Like I mentioned earlier, even if you are operating in Japan or in the Middle East or in India, chances are you are still going to transfer the European. Say, okay, let, let's let's focus on a specific European European country, maybe Sweden, perhaps. You are still going to transfer the Swedish work culture or the the company corporate culture. Uh, what's a, a famous company from Sweden, IKEA? Okay. You are still going to transfer IKEA's uh, work culture into the local branch. So it's very, very important to provide intensive training to local workers. And it's very, very also important to remember that when we talk about training here, we're not talking about, uh, say, for example, the the the... This is the example I gave you earlier, IKEA, okay? The training here is not just about the product training, okay? This is the furniture we sell. This is how you assemble. This is how you communicate with your customer. No, it's not just that. It's also, you know, training the local workers, not only in work technique, but also in philosophy, okay? And, of course, if there are actually resources uh, available make the workers understand okay, uh, why is this culture in that company perhaps you know by exposing the workers to the actual working conditions in sweden perhaps in the uh, the biggest ikea in 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 sweden so maybe this will actually enhance their grasp uh, and perhaps enhance their appreciation towards the corporate culture now of course i say that you know, only if you have the resources. And of course, this would be the ideal solution to minimizing cultural differences. Okay, now let me take a small break. I'll come back with more after the break. So keep me company right here on iRadio OUM. Be informed, be inspired, be entertained. your mind. Thank you so much for still tuning in to iRadio OUM. You're tuning to me, DJ Hanim. And of course, the segment right now 
is cross-culture management you're tuned in to me and today i'm sharing with you about minimizing cultural differences now i've provided uh, i've shared with you a few ways where you can minimize cultural differences and i've also shared with you how important it is to minimize cultural differences because you see if cultural differences uh, were to be around and not dealt with and not managed effectively, what will happen is that it will adversely affect the cooperation. There will be conflict. There will be an adverse or negative impact on the company, on the profit line, on motivation, workers' motivation, morale, and so on and so forth. So this is not a desi- desirable condition for a company to be in. So it's very, very important to know how to minimize cultural differences. So let's take a look at the next way on how we can minimize cultural differences. Now, another way you can actually implement to minimize cultural differences is to try and produce global products. Now, global products may have different consumer perceptions. Now, consumer preference may be the same and many companies deny that these products lead to homogenization. Now, many multinational companies are trying to improve integration between national companies by developing business areas or product lines and national organizations are actually matrixed with these global business or product lines and what happens is that there'll be a dual reporting nature or structure within the company uh, first to the country manager and then the business or product manager and country heads are seen to be very important to preserve local responsiveness and business or product heads are responsible for optimizing global integration so instead of having a tunnel view so to speak you know you look at the broader picture perhaps how to approach things from a global perspective perhaps this can also help to minimize cultural differences okay let me take a small break i'll come back with more on minimizing cultural differences so you need to stay tuned to iradio oum across your mind thank you so much for still tuning in to iradio ou and this segment right now is the cross culture management segment with me dj hanim today i'm sharing with you about minimizing cultural differences we're taking a look at how uh, cultural differences can be managed effectively 
to avoid potential conflict that can adversely impact the corporation or the business. Okay, and of course, when you are expanding your business, especially globally in different parts of the world, chances are you are going to bump into all these cultural differences, all these、uh, problems in terms of understanding each other's culture, in terms of assimilating your corporate,、uh, your your corporation or your business into that、uh, particular area or particular country's culture, so on and so forth. So you need to understand how to minimize the cultural differences. So let's take a look at the last way on minimizing cultural differences that I'm going to share with you today. There are actually many more different ways which I'm going to share with you in the following segments. Okay. So for today, the last、uh, way to managing or minimizing cultural differences is to implement the polycentric approach between headquarters and subsidiaries. In this approach, the parent company or the headquarter determines what has to be done. For instance, the sales volume, or for instance,、uh, the number of、uh, products to be produced or manufactured. You know, the the headquarter, the parent company, will determine or will identify what has to be done, and then it is up to the local subsidiary to figure out how. So the what comes from the parent company, the how comes from the subsidiary. Now this approach, you know, has its pros and cons. Now, this approach、uh, left many companies、uh, understanding that it is actually very, very costly and it requires greater regional integration. And this approach is used only when the foreign businesses, the the global businesses, yeah, are considered to be important due to historical or strategic reasons. And stri- strategies formulation is centralized, while strategy implementation is a local decision. For instance, you know,、um, <clears throat> maybe perhaps a certain company would like to sell this product. Would like to push this product to the global market. Now, how to advertise, how to promote, how to deliver, how to price the product is actually up to the subsidiaries. For instance,、uh, just, just as an just as a rough example. So, what will happen is that、uh, most of the、uh, Crucial decisions here, because at the end of the day, the decisions are made by the local subsidiaries will impact the profit. Will actually、uh, give an impact to the overall productivity of the、uh, company of the business. So, of course, this will minimize.、Um, Cultural differences, in a sense that the two culture will not even clash, okay? Because the local subsidiaries can basically subsist on their own, can exist on their own. They can make all the、uh, executive decisions in terms of how to implement the strategies, okay? And of course, this can be, like I said earlier, can be costly. And there is a need to have a better integration, to have a better collaboration between the regional managers, okay? And with that, ladies and gentlemen, it looks like I've come to the end of today's installment of Cross Culture Management. I hope by tuning in today, you've gotten a, a teaser or a brief overview on how to minimize cultural differences. We already know how important it is. To manage culture, to、uh, manage different cultures effectively. Now you know the need to minimize these 
cultural differences. <laughs> okay, and with that, I'll say goodbye. Thank you for tuning in and stay tuned to iRadio OUM for more interesting segments up ahead. This is me, Hanim, signing off. Assalamualaikum. Bye-bye.